My generation, right, we've, we've never really had to fight for much. Gay rights certainly has come a long way in my lifetime, but, I mean, we never had to fight for the votes. We never had to fight in a fucking war. Yeah, my grandmother watched the Battle of Britain taking place above her house. Nazis in planes over her house attempting to invade our country. Actual Nazis. I'm not talking Trump voters. Actual Nazis. Recently, you had Vogue magazine saying tackling women's issues today is harder than women's battle for the vote. You pampered, privately educated cunts. The suffragettes went on fucking hunger strike. Emily Davidson sacrificed her life. Wearing a Louis Vuitton black dress on a red carpet is not the same as jumping in front of a fucking racehorse. Stop fucking demonstrating how fucking worthy you are. And it's not just, it's not just, it's fucking, look at this, look at this, it's fucking everything. It's everything, right? What's this? This, the pride fucking sponsored Costa coffee. Who does this help? Who does, I'd like a skinny latte, please, with one pump of sugar-free hazelnut syrup. Would you like it in a cup that publicly displays that you're happy with the notion of same-sex couples having the right to, I just want a fucking coffee, mate. It's 6.30 a.m., and in 20 minutes, I'm scheduled to interview Amber fucking Rudd. I just need the fucking caffeine. Give me my fucking skinny latte. We don't call it a skinny latte anymore, sir, because that phrase is considered fat-shaming. So I would just fuck off then. Hey, man. Say, man. <laughs> hey, man. Say, man. <laughs> This is episode 214 of the No Boundaries podcast where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings and words have meanings and all that other jazz that's in between. As always, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcast app, on SoundCloud, um, YouTube Music, uh, Amazon Music. Uh, Still don't know what it is that you do on Spotify, but whatever it is that you do on Spotify, please go and do that in which you do on Spotify. Once again, as always, the Shaolin, the Shambles, the Shamble God, Tracksuit Javito, and Willie F. F stands for fucking hot in Houston, Texas. My nigga, I don't see how people can live in this city. I just, you live I in that it. city. I, I don't get it. I don't know how they do it, man. I don't know how they do it, man, because... As soon as June come around, I'm reminded, like, this shit ain't no joke, bro. Like, this shit is no joke. Y'all out here with no ACs? Y'all out here with no AC? In the house, in the car, you got them, you got them, shout out to my grandma. She's 80 and she keeps the, um, the AC on 80 year round. Matter of fact. If you know my grandma and you listening to this, swing by her house and check on her, make sure she hadn't had a heat stroke. Duh. 80? Man. 80, bro, for no reason. You and us sweating. And then you cut the fan on and she's like, it's it's cold in here. And she has a combination on the air conditioner. So you can't go up to the keypad and just change it. You got to know the combination. Hey, man, I'm, I'm ready to pay that electric bill. I ain't doing no tripping, man. I ain't doing no tripping right now. I I understand keeping it level because I think some people get a t- have a tendency to like constantly trying to mess with it, and I, and I think that that can that can um, mess up an uh, a, a, an air condition. Like I mean, I don't know much about AC units, but yeah, you don't you don't want to tamper with them too much. So I kind of get what she's doing, but that's that's wild, man. Eighty degrees, Jesus Christ. Yeah, she the only one that lived there. 
It's just her. Wow. I was like, why don't you just set it at 75 and leave it at 75? Like, that's still a little warm to me, but, you know. What's your yeah. AC on right now? My AC's on a nice 73. Oh, yeah, mine is too. But then what's the temperature out there in Charlotte? Uh, It was actually 90 degrees today. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it's it's 99 out here, and it feels like 105. Good God. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. Straight up. You see I got this tank top on. I got this wife beater on. <laughs> That's just so cringeworthy. An A shirt doesn't sound any better, but wife beater is just so cringeworthy. Dog, you do you know you know the history of the of the wife beater, right? I do not know the history of the wife beater. Dang. <laughs> uh, Hold dang. on, let me put that in the in the in the episode notes. The history of the wife beater. That might even be a title. That'll get that'll get you canceled right there. The history of the wife beater. Sounds like a novel written by Stephen King or something like that. <laughs> oh man, did he say this to get you canceled? Okay, look. So uh it's there the it's there are some official cases that occurred throughout the nineties that brought about the the, I think I personally think that the, the, a lot of the cases that happened in the eighties and nineties that occurred kind of brought a resurgence to the name wife beater, but apparently, um, long before that, there was this case in Detroit where a man, you know, he did beat his uh, wife to death, and he was wearing this a shirt, but that was like one of the first times that. It was noticed, but throughout the era of when cops was being aired, it was a strange coincidence that any time that they would arrest a guy, he'd be wearing an A shirt after being in a domestic dispute with a woman, and he just happened to be wearing an A shirt, and then it kind of that's when it kind of got the coin, the, it got the coin term wife beater. That's it. I mean, so it, it, that's the negative connotation that came with the shirt. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, I mean, it didn't stop people from buying the shirt, but that's why I really got his name. Uh, I, I mean, I it is call- a very functional shirt. Yeah, you, you could get pretty loose in this mug. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> either way, either way, however you want to take it. Either way. Yeah, right. so, 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 yeah, um, that's how it got his name. I mean... Look, man, we we live in a very sensitive time period right now. We live in a sensitive time period where a lot of people can dish it, but they can't take it. That's why I kind of have my my asshole way sometimes, because I'm like, I be peeping people, and I be like, man, y'all talk a lot of shit from a mile away. All that shit change when you get up front with somebody. It's like, oh, you know. You ain't as tough as you thought you was. Like you and you and LeBron James comment section talking mad shit. That the reality is this six nine, two hundred and forty-five pound dude walk up on you 
you're going to remember that you're 5'7", you have acne, and you got a bad back, and you haven't had a fight since the ninth grade. The tough guy disappeared, and that bitch come out. Dog. Dog. And the same thing goes for women, too. Like, you know, y'all be popping off at the mouth. not And at, this, at the same time, like, we want to live in this politically correct world where we're like, oh, never put your hand on a woman and blah, 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 you know. And it's just like, man, y'all be out here talking reckless. And it's like, you don't think that you deserve any consequences? You think I'm just going to talk shit back? I'm not a good shit talker. I'm really not like I don't I don't make fun of people where like I, I don't what they call it like rank or cap on people. I've never been good at that. I'm not a comedian. So <laughs> I'm just saying you you, so, you know, so you said you can only roast me. <laughs> I mean just I, I just I mean that's just I, I was never good at it. Bottom line. I, I probably have some jokes here and there, but I'm not good at it. Like I think women are very slick with words they they're very um they cut deep with their words they don't care what they talk about they'll talk about your mama they'll talk about your son they'll talk about your insecurities i mean i think a lot of people are doing that but i think women are very good at that and i'm just not that type of guy so luckily for me i know how to protect my space because in the end i probably would have a wife beater on because i'd probably pop off just saying (laughs) I'd probably pop off, but so you're not taking all your shirts off. You're just taking your top layer shirt off. <laughs> just, just, just taking the top layer off. I mean, it's 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 like underwear. It's disposable. Like if it gets stained up after a while, you you even be sitting here washing this mug all the time. Just go throw it away. Yeah, buy, buy me a new set for Christmas and some socks. That's it. And then they start, and then eventually they start coming out with these different colors too. Hey, hey, I was, I was, I was going hard on the gray ones at one point in time in life. The the gray ones are, yeah, yeah, the gray ones are a good, a good add to the collection. Yeah, I don't really care too much. Black black ones hit like black air forces. They, hey, yeah, that's a that's (laughs) that black force, black air force energy, white beater energy. Let me stop, man. Like you said, we we don't want to get canceled. But I, you know what's funny? Looking for trouble. Yeah, I, I told somebody recently, man. I, I I wear my misogynistic card with with pride. Like if somebody calls me misogynist or some shit like that, I personally I wear that shit with pride now because it's like that shit don't mean nothing no more. Because in the end, I'm gonna look at you and say, "What are you? Like, are you perfect? Are you? Is there nothing?" I can say about you that's like, you know, carries a negative label or you you're calling me this this label and like you're 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 making it seem like I'm supposed to like wear this like a scarlet letter. It's like, okay, you're calling me a misogynist. Oh, because I have views that are pro male or I have views that you can consider archaic. It's like, all right, okay. (laughs) You calling me misogynistic is not going to change that. You calling me a homophobe or transphobe, any of these phobes, it's not going to change my opinions one bit. I'm not scared of any of these labels. They don't mean anything. But you know, in this in this climate, you can't be proud to be a man. You can't. That's, man, we ain't never had this conversation before, and I want to have this conversation without insulting you. But I never was. I don't. I don't know much. 
about how do I say this, man? Look, I was always one of those guys that if I hear something trending, I've been like this for a while. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna give it some time to die down. I'm gonna check it out. And over the past few months, I, I checked out this show a long time ago, and I was like, ah, it's too much going on. I'm gonna come back to it. And I finally got back to got back into, and I watch it here and there, and like. Personally, to me, I think it's one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. I don't think there's anything good about it. But they reign it as it's like one of the greatest shows of all time. And I would label it as one of the biggest psyops in the history of television. This show is Game of Thrones. (laughs) I think the Game of Thrones is a lesbian's fantasy. I think it's a fantasy for homosexuals and like I, I really think it's 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 straight up. Like there is nothing about this show that like as I, I, I gotta force myself to get through it because I'm so disgusted by the overall message of this show. And this is not a knock on anybody that's watched the show and enjoyed it. I watch things from a different perspective. But when I watch this show, and I'm not even it's so hard to get through. When I watch this show, I never can. There's never a moment in the show where I would think that somebody would walk away from the show being 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 a man and being proud to be a man by what that show represents, and that's just wild to me. And I'm just like, man, is this becoming a common theme in in popular television where it's pretty safe to say that to an extent it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of cool for the man to be a joke. I don't know if you got that from the show, and I don't even want to get too deep into Game of Thrones because I'm just going to get upset. But I really feel Game of Thrones was a lesbian fantasy, and I do believe that I, I, I think George, George, his name is George R. R. Martin. That's George. Is he? Is he? Is he gay? I don't know. He, he has to be gay. But 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 long story short, when you say. That we live in a climate, and I brought up Game of Thrones, and it just when you made that statement is because I was thinking about Black Twitter, and I was thinking about how Black Twitter loved Game of Thrones, and I thought that was so interesting. And I think about Black Twitter today, and like, I mean, we see it all the time. Like Black Twitter, you know, you see the gender war going on on Black Twitter, and in all honesty, the women are winning. But um, like I said, Black I don't. Long shot. But you, but you, but like you said, most social media is designed for women, anyways. Oh yeah, big time. And, and 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 it feels like modern day television is starting to become that way too. Like if it's trending and women are talking about it, it's a good chance that if there's a male character in there, he's probably a joke or he's probably a piece of meat, he's probably objectified, he's probably not even he's probably not even going to really capture a realistic a realistic archetype of what a man is in society today. Well, that's hard. That I can argue that, but that's it's sad to see, bro. Like, can you name a show in the past five years where you felt the male character was he had his flaws, but you were happy that okay, it was like, man, I, I like this guy. Like this is this is a guy that I can he's he's a good representation of males. No, the male the male character is portrayed these days to be very stubborn, to be very stuck in his ways, and to be very misguided. He's rarely ever right. And he's most often the comic relief. 
A lot of times. A lot of times. I mean, I never, I never finished Power, but even Power comes to mind. Ghost to me was a joke. Go, he Ghost was somebody that was manipulated by vagina. Like he was all well and good until Angela stepped into the picture. Like what was the what was the joke? You know, Ghost would do nothing but be at the club, take and text Angela, and then like she came into the picture and he basically lost all quote unquote power. No pun intended, because everything he was doing was for her benefit at that point in time. It's like, oh, I need to get out of the game so I can be with her. I need to leave my wife so I can be with her. Like the the synopsis of the story really becomes, oh, he did all this and 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 cheated on his wife to get back with his old high school flame. But you, it, they never dive into. Well, also his wife was cheating. Oh, well, you know she was doing that because he was already cheating. That doesn't make it okay. That's a justification of bullshit. Oh well, he was cheating, so she started cheating. That 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 doesn't make it right. All, all men, all men, shows, are, man. all men are being portrayed as oh, he can't keep his dick in his pants. He got to fuck everything that that's moving. He had a down ass chick, and he got out here in these streets, and she still rode for him. Like the the, I can't I like you said I can't think of a strong male role, a lead role. In, in modern television right now. It's been a minute, bro. It's been a minute. Like I said, uh, it's been a minute. Like, I, I, I would honestly say, like, you, you probably could say Breaking Bad and Sopranos had a had a, a male in a role that was like, okay, like, this guy's smart, he's sharp, he's dominant, and, like, you really don't want to, you know, you really don't want to take this guy for a joke. And you saw a wittiness to him and, it, it, and, and they weren't, they weren't, sway, at least for Walter White's sake, he wasn't swayed by vagina, you know. And that's, and, it, and that's, the crazy thing is, you know, you'll, you'll have women listening to this and be like, you know, well, that's how men are. And it gets me to thinking like, well, that to me, a great deal of that has to be in a sense, like you have to share that blame with the modern representation because people say representation matters. And if this is like, if this is the, if, if this is the model that is accepted and is being celebrated by modern society, why wouldn't somebody want to be like ghost? Why wouldn't somebody want to be like Jon Snow? You know what I'm saying? Like, why wouldn't somebody want to be like these characters? that are like, shit, you know, y'all posting them all over y'all social media accounts. Y'all love these shows. Y'all love these characters. I want to be these characters. And people are like, well, that's childish. Why would you want to be like a television character? I mean, representation matters, right? I'm saying like, this re- representation matters, right? So that's what we're that's what we're saying about everything. So I mean, I, I would even I would even you know how I feel about um you know rest in peace to Chad with Bozeman, but you know how I feel about. The, the Black Panther character and like just how he was he just got washed the whole movie, bruh. He got mm-hmm. washed the whole movie, bruh. Like you, got, you even gotta think about even the Hulk, dog. The Hulk, bro. <laughs> I hate thinking about the Hulk, bro. I hate thinking about that. You talking about probably one of the strongest male characters you can see on the television screen to this day. You watching a movie and within a minute and 38 seconds, this dude get washed. 
he get washed. Do you hear me, Jay? Do, what was it? <laughs> 17, 22 seconds? He got cleaned up? He walked that nigga down. More combos than the Street Fighter game. Dog. But that's what you see, though, know, constantly. Constantly. It's just... It, it's it's just... It, it is baffling to me because nobody else... Nobody... People claim to not see it, but it's just like... I just... I don't... I, I just constantly... I'm constantly seeing this representation matters thing, and it's like... I don't really see... A lot of times, I don't really see an honest portrayal of women. You know how... You know what I be telling you? Like, I'm, I'm starting to see a lot of these... These roles where it's it's a woman in a military a military lieutenant role, and I'm like, y'all literally out here in the real military protesting so that y'all can't get drafted. <laughs> but I'm watching these movies, and y'all lieutenant commander and chief and all this shit. I'm like, I'm confused. I'm confused. Like, let's just be honest. Like, how many how many women off the top of your head right now? You know, just really just want to go to the military or they had aspirations of going to the military come on man none off the top of my head like i i know i know maybe two women that have been in the military and one was um a lesbian the other she was just a foster child that was misguided not misguided but you know foster child trying to find her way she ended up in the air force not not necessarily your army or your marines but in the air force Okay, so last resort type of thing. Kind of, yeah. I I, I don't know what you hit that. I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life. So you know, let me let me go to the military, buy me some time to figure it out. Oh shit! Shout out, shout out to my cousin Key. Key Key was in the Navy. I forgot about that. She was in the Navy. What was she do? What did she do? You know, I have no idea. I just knew she was in the Navy. Oh, okay, okay. That's the extent of it. You know, okay. that's, that's one out of three. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wonder if that was a last resort type of thing. Yeah. You know, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know her that well, so I can't really speak on that. I, and once again, I'm not saying that women don't go to the, to the military and they're not dominant in the military. I'm just saying how rare that archetype is. Like, I'm just saying, like, you could look on social media now and just, you know, you're just looking at the women you know and you're like... Well, a lot of these women don't even want to go to the gym. So imagine them in basic training. <laughs> like they walk out of basic training. Like they don't want to crack. They don't want to get their nails cracked. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like I was telling you the other day. Like I see a lot of this shit, and I'm like, man, a lot of this shit comes with the notion that like a lot of people. Like I, I see a lot of men in these like male circles, you know, talk about how women are more masculine today, and I'm like, I constantly gotta correct them. I'm like, yeah. You catch a lot of women doing things that, you know, are masculine centric. Like you see women doing things that may require some masculine energy. It's a there's some masculine characteristics to it. But all in all, it's really just a, it's really cap. Like a lot of them don't want to do this shit. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, don't think that because a girl, a, a woman is out there and she's like, you know, grunting, huffing, and puffing and shit, like, that's not her default. She does not want to do that. It's just that, in a sense, society is starting to push them to be that way, because once again, representation matters. And I think it's more along the lines of 
misrepresentation matters because I think Hollyweird is doing a very good job of misrepresenting what women actually desire. Because once again, don't forget, man, like Disney is to blame for a lot of people falling in this mindset of like the fairy tale. Like that's that's Disney, though. Disney created the happily ever after fairy tale mind shit. Like that's that's Disney. Disney is probably responsible for this current wave of hey, you remember that scene in Avengers Endgame? Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. It had nothing to do with and that and that's always been my thing. It has nothing to do with furthering the plot. No. If it's furthering the plot, I get it. But when you're not furthering the plot, it bothers me. Like and and that's across the board. Like even in, in, in shows where there's heterosexual sex, how's this furthering the plot? You kill you kill this person in the next scene. How did that further the plot? Bro, they had this article I just read today. Let me see if I can find it. I mean, this shit was so weird. And I'm just, this is this is where society is today, though. Like it's we live in a very, very, very strange part of the timeline. Let me see if I can find this article, man. It was one of these. Uh, okay, I think this is it right here. DC cuts Batman, Catwoman sex scene from Harley Quinn. And the tweet reads, DC asked the Harley Quinn team to remove a scene from season three in which Batman performs oral sex on Catwoman. They were like, no, it's that we sell consumer toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also going down on someone. Like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? This is why, I mean, you. Don't, this is why you're not going to hear me talk about Fal- the winner, like the Falcon, what's the shit? The Winter Soldier Falcon and low-key. Like, Falcon and have, the Winter Soldier. I have no interest in that shit anymore. They've ruined all that shit for me now. I don't even, I'm not even, I don't, like, no. It's a new episode, that's good, I don't, I'm not watching it. Because I know what I'm going to get. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to put some weird ass message in there that I don't need. And it's going to take away from the authenticity of the classic comic book or the, the character that a lot of us grew up liking. Now they're just, now they're just creating this social justice modern version of the character that nobody asked for nobody and, asked for and and we said this on on a show when we talked about um captain marvel don't just give us a female lead give us a good story you didn't give us a good story her what was her story do you remember it um she she basically um had a concussion couldn't remember anything. She grew up. She went to um, Air Force Academy with Don Cheadle, and then she just slowly gets her memory back as she uh, establishes her powers. Like that's it. That's what it was. Roll the credits. What was her motivation for going to the Air Force? Uh, she liked to. She liked to win. She liked to. She liked to do what the boys were doing. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there she you liked go. To do what the boys were doing. She wanted. She wanted to prove that she was just as good as the boys. Yep. Jesus Christ. Inclusion. 
Jesus Christ. Now, let me shift this episode a little bit since we're going into Father's Day. If you had a daughter, Jay, and I think I've asked you this question before, if you had a daughter, is in this current world, and when I say that, I mean, I'm not knocking the fact that a woman wants to compete with boys, but if you were raising a girl, what would be one of the, the things that you instill in her to be the woman that you think that she she could be or should be in your eyes? Like, what, what, would, what would you do? Like, how, how do you think you would approach raising a daughter? I would approach raising a daughter saying that you aren't exempt from anything because just because you're a woman. Like I would, I would, I think we've, like, like you said, we've had this conversation before. I would tell her, Hey, don't put your hands on nobody. Think that they not going to put their hands on you. Don't go to a man's room at two o'clock in the morning thinking nothing's going to happen. Like, be very cognizant and be very aware of what's going on in this world. And don't think that you're exempt because you're a black woman, a mixed race woman or, or anything like just because you're a woman, don't feel like you're entitled to certain certain privileges. Mm-hmm. Don't in, don't think you're you you just because you're a woman, you're going to get away with certain things because that's not right. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I was, I was going to say that that's not the truth and that's not going to happen. But shit, sometimes that shit does happen. I, I've been a diversity hire before. I've gotten jobs because I was black. Like that shit does happen. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to get shit because you are a woman. I'm not going to lie to you, but don't think you you deserve it just because you're a woman. No, de- you deserve it because you're the best. Hands down. So in terms of. And I'm pretty sure you're speaking from the perspective of when your your daughter is, you know, as she's growing. But when your daughter's three or four years old. What it, at that moment, if you just hypothetically a three or four year old, you're dealing with a three, three or four year old. How are you handling that three or four year old, that little girl? Not even what you're saying to her, your actions towards her. I'm, what do you I'm, think? I'm, I'm definitely hand, I'm definitely going to handle her softer than I would handle a three year old little boy. Definitely would. OK. You know, she falls down. She's crying. Hey, come here. Come here, let daddy kiss it. It's a little boy. He falls down. Hey, get up. Shake it off. Shake it off. You tough. Shake it off. It's gonna be. It's a big difference. It's a big. It's difference. gonna be a difference for sure. For sure. Do you think that's healthy? I do think it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do think it's healthy. So what would you What would you? What would you? How would you label? I mean, and once again, I know this is not easy, but if you were to label your philosophy on how you would parent the daughter, what would you label it as? Like, what would you, what would be your, your overall conclusion? I know you're saying you're going to let them know in the end, like, Hey, just because you're a woman, but like, what would be the, like the, what would be like the number one rule for you? Like when it comes to, yeah, this is my daughter, but I need her to remember this thing. And when she, when I'm, when I'm dead in the grave, I want her to remember, remember me, because I let her know this, I instill this one thing in her. If I could instill one thing in my daughter that I would want her to take on forever, it would be that 
nobody is going to treat you like your dad and nobody and you should you shouldn't compare anybody to your dad because i feel like a lot of women go out and they look for you know oh this guy's just like my dad this guy's just like you know he treats me like my dad this this and this no he doesn't treat you like your dad he treats you like your dad because he's out to get something from you your dad did all this out of the love of his heart he did this because he loves you any other man is going to do this because they want something from you so if you remember if you remember anything um in in life just remember you know your dad did it out of love they're gonna do it because they want something a lot of times a lot of times because like whenever whenever i uh, you know i I talk to my homegirls and you know their dad is so high on a pedestal to them like i get it it makes sense this is your first introduction to the species to the gender to the male gender not the species the male gender Mm -hmm. your dad nine times out of ten and so, you know, you hold him higher than everybody else. I get that. That makes sense. And like I told you recently, like, you know, it doesn't click that, oh, my dad is a man just like these other men. And it doesn't click because your dad always treated you differently. You have nothing to give your dad. He has nothing to gain from you. These men out here, they're going to gain sex, your assets, Whatever you got, they're going to gain that from you. So I'm, I I would teach my daughter to know the difference. Hey, why is he here? You know, hey, yeah. At, at one point in time, I do hope you find somebody that loves you for who you are and, you know, isn't only after you for sex or, or whatever, what have you. I do hope that comes. But also, even with that, he's not going to love you like your dad does. And, I, I, and that's really fair. I don't I don't think that that's a... I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, for anybody that, you know, had their dad in their lives like that, I mean, that's, I would imagine that that's a reality. You know, that's, I, I don't, I, I would hope that that's not hard to understand, but from experience, it really seems like that that's that's a hard ideal for some women to, to grasp. Like, they don't understand that. And I mean, the same thing goes for men, too, in regards to their moms, because a lot of men, they do have a um, tendency to expect the woman they're with to like cater to them like their mom did. Um, I just I just think that a lot of times when you point it out to dudes, they're a little disgusted by it. So they you have a better chance of a dude changing their ways. But like like you said, like a lot of women do pedestalize their fathers if they're if they had great fathers. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, th- there's literally nothing wrong with that. It's only a problem when you think that this guy that you met that has no blood ties to you, he has, he he knows, he don't know you from, from Eve. Like he's trying to earn your trust. You know, he's trying to get to know you. Like this is, you're a foreigner. He's a foreigner to your world. Like it's going to be a long time before he can even walk in your dad's shadow. So it's, it's really not even worth comparing. Once again, if you had a great father, so yeah, yeah, it's that. That I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said what you said because, um, bottom line, I just, I just really wish women would grow up. I, w- I wish we can get back into this world of women realizing that people are gonna treat you like a woman, and as a man, people are gonna treat you like a man, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
I just I think everybody wants to be a, treated and approached the same. Everybody wants to have the same functions in society, and and society just doesn't work like that. And I think that's what bothers me the most. Like we were talking about this the other day. I mean, we already live in it. We already live in a world where, in my honest opinion, I feel like childbirth nowadays amongst a lot of women is just really seen as a come up. Like, I don't hear a lot of women anymore coming with that, like, energy, like, I want to have a family, you know, like, it, it just doesn't feel genuine anymore with some of the with some of the talk I've heard over the past years. Like, it's very rare to where I'm, like, really seeing that that genuine maternal, like, joy to be a mother. Nowadays, it's just like, it, it's a come up, like. At times, like I look at everything that even follows the, the the announcement of somebody being pregnant, it just feels like uh, a secure the bag type of situation. You know what I'm saying? Like even with the gender reveals and the baby showers, everything seems like such a competition. Everything seems like they're rivaling with someone, and it's just like, is this about you or is it about about this this baby that you're carrying? And that really scares me about modern parenthood because once again i mean looking even looking at the male side a lot of dudes be acting like they're oblivious to the fucking situation they're just there it's like bro you know you you know you you know you put one in that girl right <laughs> like the dudes just be like yeah man you know yeah it's like no nah, bro like you got her pregnant <laughs> Bruh, and and, and 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 dudes really be like, oh well, she don't think it's me, so I'm I'm gonna be quiet. Like, what do you mean you gonna be quiet? You out here reproducing, my nigga. <laughs> oh dog, like don't get it twisted, man. We we niggas fuck up, but it's just funny because like I see dudes just casually just going through life, not realizing like. This is a big fucking deal. And like I said that the last time we spoke, like I talk about protecting your seed, but it's like, bro, like y'all out here acting like kids are just a, an accessory. Like y'all out here acting like kids are just, oh, yeah, we'll get to them when we can. <laughs> it's like, you bro, really, really act the kids like, like, man, am I going to eat this bunch of bananas this week or not? I might eat like three, but do I need to buy six? Because if I buy six, I'll probably only eat two. Do I want these bananas or not? Same hmm. Hey, man. That's the energy I feel, bro. That's the energy I feel. Like, when's the last time you really watched a television? You say representation matters. When's the last time you watched a television show with a strong black family that wasn't known? Like, you know, it's strong black, realistic family, even if they weren't even realistic. Something that just... Just mirror the Cosby's in a way. Like, and I ain't never seen Blackish, but I just don't feel like Blackish has the same cultural appeal like the Cosby's did. Just my personal opinion. I I, I it doesn't, but I could I could understand the comparison. You know, you have you have a successful black family. I I, I, I and that's that's a lot of where it stops. 
a successful black family, you got, you know, the grandparents staying in the house and, you know, you get into get into these kooky things. I, like I can see the, I can understand that comparison. But other than that, like was it, first, was it was it hold on, my bad. So was it like a real familial vibe, like mother being a mother, dad being a dad, like getting in those type of situations, or was it like totally separate, like a mom and dad doing their thing and the kids having their adventures? I think I think it fell between my wife and kids and the Cosby show. I think it lands like Smack dab in the middle. Ah, uh, gotcha. I, my, my wife and kids, man, that was some years ago, man. But my my wife yeah. and kids is a that's a good one. I feel like everybody hates Chris was a good one. I feel yeah. like that was a real good, regardless of what people say. I feel like that was a real good storytelling of a black family and like the shit they was going through in the eighties. Like it, it was comical, but you definitely got the family vibe, and you really felt like you were dealing with. You you felt I felt the realness when I was watching Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? and I it, feel like it, 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 I, it was very relatable. Like I I've, I've been been in households like that. Straight up, straight up, and, and I would say my wife and kids. You know, it was that was that was nice too. Like that was yeah yeah I can't knock that. But once again, man, that was some years ago. That was what I want to say. Those shows probably ended with definitely well before like 2013 2014. Like those shows were like late 2000s. Early early 2010s maybe, but um I could be wrong. But it's been a minute, bro. It's from from my experience, it's been a minute. And once again, it just gets me to the, thinking. The, like the Google said, Black Lightning. I've never really paid much attention to Black Lightning. Nah, nah. I'm not watching anything CW. That shit's too fucking corny for me. Nah, nah. Last time I tried to watch that shit, like I, I just once again, man. I was a big comic. I was a big comic book movie guy. Like now, I'm I'm leaning more towards the animation, based on the fact that I know that a lot of people are. I know a lot of people. A certain group is not gonna fuck with the animation as much, and I feel like that that's something that we can appreciate a little bit longer before mainstream ruins it. But like comic book movies, they're done. Comic book shows, they're done. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna put their agendas in there. They're gonna ruin them. That shit is done. If you didn't get to experience that phase that just happened between 2005 and 2016, 17, you missed out on a on a on a very very nice time period. Like before you they just stepped missed in, the run. you did, you did. They ruined. Like towards the end, they just they knew what they were doing, and it's all about the agenda now. It's all about it's all about pushing this message. In my opinion, that it's this it's this it's this false ideal of equality like and i hate to say it but in so many ways none of us are equal and i think it people hate that people hate that fact so they like to live in their dream world and they like to tell themselves that we can be equal but we can't it's just not going to happen and if it happens it's going to be constructed in a way that somebody's going to be hurt there's going to be a lot of people hurt. There's going to be a lot of people in pain. There's going to be a lot of people suffering. So so a few people could live in this delusion. So a few people could live in this dream world. And I, I really feel like that's 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 what's going to be of that's going to be American in about 15 years. Mhm. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if 
in 10 years, it's hard to tell men from women. We're already inching, inching towards that day after day. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be seeing some of these new female rappers popping up. I'd be so confused. I'd be, I'd be, like, <laughs> I'd be like, is that like a, 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 is that a tomboy? Is that a, a pretty boy? I'd be confused, bro. I'd be so confused, man. What is going on out here in these streets? I, I say, man, I'm scared to be in the streets, man. Honestly. Ah, man. This going to be a real, real, real chill summer for your boy, man, because the streets is looking real unattractive right now. Like, real talk. The streets is looking unattractive, and I don't have that PPP money. I don't have that PPP money, man. I don't have it. I don't have it, so I can't I can't cap like the rest of them. And, and I mean, it's crazy what you could do with money you ain't earned. Bruh. I mean, I'm serious. When you ain't, when you got money to blow, it almost makes it, it, it. It's almost criminal to not have fun with money to blow. So I get it, man. Be in these streets, have a good time. But that shit just, it don't feel right to me. It don't look right to me. Cause I just don't feel like everybody should be out there on that same shit. Like I feel like. I feel like people that play should earn play. Yeah. That's just that's just my personal opinion. I feel like you earn play, it makes the play that much better. But when you just out here, you really ain't earn the play. You just out here playing. I don't know, man. It just it's just the energy just different. The energy just different. I mean, it's a big difference when you out. You know, you you turn it up with some like you 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 get off work and you turn up with your coworkers. It's it's a different vibe, you know, versus just turning up with some niggas that just hit a couple licks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's like like we always say like when you're when you're a kid and you have a job and you earn money, you have a look a lot more appreciation when it comes to spending it. But when your parents are just giving you money, you just kind of look like, hey, it is what it is. Like, I didn't earn this money. I don't I don't know the value of a dollar at this point in time. So, shit, fuck it. It is what it is. What is the value of a dollar to you? The value of a single solitary dollar that's equal to 100 pennies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd rather take it to McDonald's than buy an app on the App Store. That's for damn sure. But other than that, a dollar, even a dollar has very little value. You remember when it, when, when you, you know, you used to hate to break a $20 bill because basically after that is gone. At mm-hmm, this point, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's, it's a hundred dollars to leave the house these days. Hmm. That's a solid point. I remember those days. I remember those days. Like you could use to you you know slide and, and have a ball on ten bucks. Not no more. Yeah, t- ten bucks to get you a decent meal. Get you would they get you a wing stop combo? Shit, you thought. <laughs> you thought you, that, that wing stop combo gonna hit you for the fifteen. It is, ain't it? Pick pick and up I- dice, baby. Pick up dice. Damn. I do remember when I, I do remember you can at least probably spend about twelve up twelve dollars. That Wingstop shit, them them wings went high. Them hoes got high quick. 
I remember yes. it was day and age. Some hoes like you nine nine nine. You get your decent little combo. Now you is looking at about fifteen. And I I want to say that's probably without the drink. That shit crazy. Niggas hopped on lemon pepper. They was like, oh, got up the price. Got up the price on these niggas. God, dog. The good old days, Jay. The good old days. <laughs> yeah, we man, sound like old niggas re- reminiscing. <laughs> straight up, though, man. Like I said, I mean, dog, I'm telling you, man, I remember, like, I remember going out, bro, and, like, just sitting here thinking how, like, we saying like, the streets is unattractive. Like, I remember going out, and, like, it really felt like you knew where to go, where it was going to be some wild shit pop off. But then you knew you came over here. It was like a more sophisticated crowd. There was some clash to it. I just I don't see that no more. It's like everywhere you go now, man, it's just <sighs> the turn up culture. Project X, though. We the Project X generation. Uka, Hennessy, and Hood Rats. Bruh. And Hood yeah, Rats are both male and female. Yes, yes, yes. Cause I mean you as many females I see belong hookah smoke in the camera. I see just as many males. And um I mean I'm not mad at the trend. I'm just saying it seem it seems more genuine. It seems it seems a lot safer when you vibing with people that have earned the right to be out there like that. When you just around a bunch of people, because the thing is, and, it, and I want to clear up what I'm saying, like when you in an environment with a bunch of people that. I would, I would, I, I mean, for lack of a better term, like everybody's around the same tax bracket. Once again, everybody's hardworking American or whatever. They doing their thing. Everybody in there off the dime that they slave for. They in there, they finna enjoy themselves, and they're gonna be rational about it. It's probably not gonna be a lot of capping because everybody's realistic with they spending. But now you got some people in there that don't give a fuck. They in there just cause they feel like they need to be in there. What type of what type of vibe they get? That's, that could be an envious vibe. That could be an envious parasite in there with you. And all of a sudden, you know, you in there just enjoying yourself and the dude plotting on you. That's what you that's what you putting yourself into. And I feel like that's 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 scary sometimes. It's it's like that year we went out for Ed's birthday, and you know, it was, you know. Four, five, six, I think maybe seven niggas splitting splitting the cost of a bottle. You know, oh, we're gonna get a bottle so we can have this section. Whoop de whoop. But now it's niggas with, you know, these PPP loans that they they just get in the section by themselves. Like they they trying to floss like they didn't seen the rappers do on social media. So oh I got this section by myself. I'm I'm sitting in here by myself, you know. I can drop two thousand dollars on here because this two thousand dollars ain't my money. I didn't earn this two grand. I didn't have to do shit for this two grand. So yeah, I'll drop two grand on this session. I'll sit here and be and just to look cool. And I'm gonna get on social media and I'm gonna post like the rappers do. And it's like it's a niggas watching you who like I said on JS5, like here are your actual ops, you know, watching you, somebody you don't know because you think the people that you do know are your ops, and which they are from time to time. But you know, in this case, it's somebody that doesn't know you's like, man, he's getting too much money and I don't like it. A, a, a lot of people, and I know a lot of people don't ever want to admit that hip hop culture, modern day hip hop culture, is like it's a cancer. But once again, when you think about what a lot of people are doing with the with this money, what a lot of people are doing with this 
when you think about the fact that a lot of people out here capping the way they capping, you gotta you gotta understand what motivates them to cap like that. A lot of that shit is the root of it is hip hop culture. Like real talk though, the root of it is hip hop culture, meme culture, social media. Like all that shit is in rolled up in one. It creates this environment of like people living extravagant lifestyles that they don't deserve. I'm about this. I'm just like, why do people think that they're gonna be successful if they don't work? Like, in what world or what economy, what society does a person live in where they weren't born with a silver spoon in their mouth or in their mouths, where they just they just run up, they just they're just able to just just be rich. I'm gonna just be rich. I'm gonna just have a whole bunch of money. And they didn't do an ounce of fucking work. Do you do you understand that there are people out there that really put their mind into doing TikTok videos and Instagram videos with the mindset of getting rich off that shit? Yeah. Like people hear us on this podcast and be like, oh, these niggas doing this podcast so they can blow up and be famous. Like, first of all, you're talking to two people with common sense. Like I'm not out here trying to compete with your favorite podcast. I, I can care less about that shit. At this point, me and Jay, we do this shit for the people. And when I say the people, the people we know. The people that the people we know that fuck with us and they've been fucking with us since day one. Like, we pretty much know our listeners. When we get new listeners, cool. But, like, we ain't out here trying to get rich off this shit. Like, y'all out here really trying to get rich off TikTok. You out here competing with an 11-year-old. You're out here trying to compete with an 11-year-old. What are you doing? You see this kid opening up toys on YouTube and it's like, you know what? I'm going to start opening up on toys on YouTube, too, so, so so people can watch me open toys. Man, they ain't opening up no toys. They busting it open. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> some, some, something getting opened up. It's, they busting it open, man. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you sitting here telling me that these 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 people want to be lieutenants and, and and drill sergeants? No, they gonna hop on that pole. They gonna hop on that pole. They finna hop behind that camera. They finna they finna do everything they can to where they ain't got to do no real heavy lifting. Cause this th- right now we are literally in the midst of a society full of people that refuse to do any heavy lifting. They refuse to do it. They the refuse to lift for what? You see, you see people out here getting rich fast, and it's kind of like, oh, let me buy into that. Let me, let me do that. Let me, you know, hey, you can, you can take my five hundred and flip it into five thousand. Can you do if I give you a thousand dollars? Can you flip that? Like, like you said, nobody wants to work. You want to get it as quick as possible. Shout out to my heart. Look, man, we enjoyed having you. Go ahead, go ahead, Jay. Like you said, shout out to Mahad because Mahad was really trying to learn a trait. He was he was like, "Hey, I'm I'm a college student. I got time. I'm sitting here. They I hear people making money doing these forex trades. Let me really learn a trait, a trade. Excuse me. And mm-hmm. then they fucked my boy. Let me tell you something, man." They fucked that boy all kind of all kind of directions. Left, right, front, back. 
Like, they fucked that boy. And it ain't funny, but the thing about it is what a lot of people don't understand is college kids are the most impressionable. College kids are the easiest to manipulate. You get them when you got to understand something. That college mind is ripe and ready for the manipulation. Like, that's when they really want to get them. When they got out of high school and their mindset is, oh, I'm free. I can do what I want. Like, you are ripe for the fucking. Let me tell you why. Because before that time, when you were making those decisions on your own, 99% of the decisions that were made, somebody made them for you. You're literally making these decisions on your own now. Now that you're making these decisions on your own now, more than likely some of those bad habits you had in high school, middle school, elementary, they carry, they carry, you carry those with you into college. It's just that you suppressed them a lot more and you were saved a lot because mom and dad was there to save you. Now, you're, you're grown, you think you're grown, and your your brain is still in a process of being molded. And it's so close to reaching that stage to where, like, you're really reaching peak understanding. Because remember, the human mind is not fully, the human brain is not fully developed until 25, 26. So you're 22, 23 years old. You're getting there. You're close. But once again, it's ripe. It's like it's it's right there. And it's like, man, if I could feed this guy some bullshit at the right time, he gonna eat it up. He ain't experienced shit yet. He ain't been through nothing. Did I tell you the story about how I got my first credit card? No. I was in I was a freshman in college and it was this they they had a stand outside of Domino's and it's like, hey, if you sign up for this credit card, you get a free pizza. And it was like, bet, fuck it. Did now, you say a free pizza? That's illegal now. But back then, yeah, you sign up for this credit card, you get a free pizza. Why is that illegal? Uh, that I don't know. Let's hit the Googles. Hit the Googles and see. But I know that you you can't do that anymore on on a college campus. But um, you can't entice a person to get. A credit card by offering them something free like you can't incentivize them to sign up for a credit card I think that's what it is that's strange because they're sure they sure are incentivizing people to get this vaccine say say hey man say man <laughs> I would imagine that's a lot more dangerous than getting a credit card with a $300 limit like come on I never knew that that's that's interesting but, but while you're Googling that, like I said, man, college kids out there, don't feel bad. That The, the time for you to make mistakes is in college. You're going to make some real mistakes in college. All of us are going to make them. The thing about being a college student is learning when to humble yourself because you guys get to that point of like free thinking and you're, you're like, Oh man, I know what I'm talking about. I'm learning this in college right now. You know, um, this education cost me this much. Like, hey man, I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of y'all college kids are pretty fucking dumb. I know because when I was a college kid, I was fucking dumb myself. It's the experience mixed with the education I got from college that got me to where I am now. Like, I give college credit 
for educating kids, but it's also an indoctrination camp too, depending on where you go. But the fact of the matter is, most of the time, college just teaches you a different way to think. See, high school, they babysit you. Middle school babysit you. In college, they give you the resources and they kind of test you to see where you're going to go in, in terms of how you're going to learn and how you're going to, you know, uh, retain knowledge. And once again, I think I think experience is, is one of the best teachers. So college is an experience. And you can't be in college thinking you know everything already because that's just the college is just one part of it. But um, I think Jay's found what he's looking for. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it, it's the act of two thousand and the act of two thousand nine. It was signed into law in May, and it just it just mandates a number of reforms for the credit card industry, which went co- which went hand in hand with the um, economic crisis at that time. But um, Basically, it was a lot of college students getting into debt, even more debt, I guess you could say, because you're already in debt most of the time in college. But, you know, because they're they're basically incentivizing people who have little credit knowledge. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So it's kind of it's kind of a predatory lending kind of thing. Yeah. Damn, you just you just said two words that I couldn't I couldn't find to save my life. I mean, well, mainly predatory. You have to understand, you have to try to understand that when these older people, like when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, if I'm around somebody Mahad's age, like Mahad is a kid to me. He's a kid. Like I'm really going to, I'm not going to talk down to them because I know that their generation is a lot more sensitive. But the fact of the matter is like, like, it's you can't really be surprised at somebody looking at you like a child when you're old, like you're you're young enough to be their kid. Like, like you're 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 a kid. Like you're you're you may not have a child's mind, but like you're young. Like you're still like you're not even in your primes yet. And for a lot of men, I've had this conversation with you before. Like, I feel like men reach their prime maybe around 27, 28. And I feel like women are usually in their prime maybe about 20, 22, 23. And it's just, in and, 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 and and all honesty, it just all depends on how you take care of yourself. It all depends on how you love yourself. It all depends, in my honest opinion, on how much you're willing to learn and how much you're willing to humble yourself. A lot of people do not want to humble themselves and continue to learn. They stop learning. And that is a that is a major flaw with a lot of people today. A lot of people have stopped learning. They have no they have no desire to learn anymore. I was really disappointed in the lack of feedback. I don't think you saw the the meme that was posted on the page. Um, did you see the Lorena Bobbitt meme? No, I didn't. Okay, okay. I think I, I think there's I know the reason why. But um, it, I was it, all I'm just gonna say I was, I was disappointed in people. Uh, but anyways, people just gotta have that. People have to have the the desire to continue to learn. If you don't want to learn anymore, if you think you know it all, then having conversations with these people is pointless. And 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 once again, even when with, with learning new things. You have to be able to apply it to life. If you don't apply it to life, then the knowledge is a waste. 
That's why I was. That's why I was. Sim, that's why I was somewhat disappointed in Mahai because I'm like Mahai, you're a college kid. They teach you guys to research. You ain't do no research. Come on, bro. And and like and, and like I understand. All right, here's this first initial investment. Like boom. All right, I'm paying for a course or something like that. But when you you come asking me for more money and I haven't got a return, then that's when the red flag should have really went off. Like hold on, you're already asking me for more money. I don't I don't I don't understand. This doesn't make any sense to me. You have you haven't given me anything to deserve more money. <laughs> you see what you just did there? To deserve more money. Meaning you earn it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, have, you haven't done there's anything. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with requiring somebody to deserve or earn money. About somebody talking about, oh, you know, you you guys make it seem like um, we should we should have to work hard to to earn a living or something like that. Why are you? Why does a person have to earn a living? Like we're we're already breathing and we're human beings. You know, everybody should everybody has the right to survive. Once again, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. But guess what? If you don't work, you don't eat, motherfucker. So simple and plain. <laughs> Like, like, even if even if I'm not providing something to you, they're not providing something to you. What are you gonna do to get it? If once again, if you literally had to go out into the fucking wilderness to fend for yourself, what you gonna do? Run out to the middle of the field and just complain about it feeding you? You gonna that ain't gonna solve nothing? Wolves is gonna come you eat your ass. Don't work. You don't eat. You don't grind. You don't shine. See now, 2020, 2021 has debunked that last part, because a lot of these niggas shot it. <laughs> and they ain't did a day of grinding, bro. They ain't did a day Touché. of grinding. Touché. They shining out here. So yeah, I'm, we gonna have to take that one back. Touche. Uh, hey, Mike hey, Jones, hey, that hey, didn't hey. age well, my friend. That yeah. did not age well. Hey, look, man. I know we probably talked about this shit on three episodes in a row, but it, it, it's funny to me, man, because to me, it's a problem, but then at the same time, it ain't my problem. So I really don't even need to talk about it much more, but it's an interesting concept to me when I just think about the fact that it's so many people out here they feel that success is going to come with no work. No hustle, no ambition. They think feel, they just gonna feel like like they're entitled to some success. I thought it was only white people that was entitled. I thought it was only you white thought, white Americans. You thought? <laughs> I'm just saying. For so many years, people like, oh look at Becky, they so white and entitled, and you know, I don't know, man. Thought the, the line's starting to get a little blurry because uh, y'all all starting to look the same to me. I'm starting to look exactly the fucking same. Hey man, say man, that's what they want inclusion. They want all all the all the benefits of inclusion. I fucking hate that word so fucking much. Inclusion. Why do I need to be included in a lot of this shit? I ain't asked <laughs> to be a part of this shit. I don't want to be included. I don't want to be here. Don't give don't give me this shit. I don't, <laughs> don't want to hear it. Like, like who's once again like. They say representation matters. Why? Why do I need to be included in this in this weird ass movie? Why does a character that looks like me have to be in this weird ass movie? Y'all know it. Y'all know good and goddamn well 
1937 Wisconsin with no black people in that goddamn place. What are we doing? What are you doing? It's kind of like it's kind of like they got to get a checklist. All right, we got one Asian character. Check. We got a black guy. Check. Um, is anybody in here gay? Do we have anybody gay in the movie? Oh, okay. Well, how about anybody that's non-binary? Anybody non-binary? I'm, I'm checking. I'm checking. All right, we got to recast. We need somebody that's either gay or non-binary because you can't simply go watch a movie and it not and you feel like you're not included. Hey, when I go and I watch Remember the Titans, isn't I don't ever think like, damn, women can play football. Oh, girl, she knew everything about football. How come they put her on the team? It's not necessary. I know I I can go sit and watch a movie and the whole cast can be white and I can leave there and be like, oh yeah, but I know black people exist. I know yes. black people exist. It's once again, I'm watching a period piece that is set in 1853 fucking London. I personally don't even want to see a black person in it because I know he's gonna be a slave. Why the <laughs> fuck do I need to be included in this film? Just give me some good storytelling. That's what I liked about The Conjuring this last time. I felt like they focused on the storytelling way more than they focused on anything. Like, the scare, they was alright, but I felt like the storytelling it specifically, like, about their love, I felt like, okay, they was really trying to sell that. And I thought that that was interesting. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that, Jay. No, 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 no. Since we are here... How long has this movie been out? Two weeks now? Two weeks, yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, you plan on seeing it, you know, fast forward two or three minutes. Without any hesitation, coaxing, malice, sarcasm, resentment, passive aggressiveness, she said... He said, no, he said, I forgot to take my meds. She pops them out of her locket because she put them in her locket. And what, 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 how did the line go? Well, what did she say? Well, <laughs> I, I, can't, I don't want to butcher it, bro. I don't want to. Basically, she said, I knew you would forget. And I yeah. looked out for you anyways. Yes. I knew you would forget. And I and I did and it wasn't no mm, I, I I told you you forget now look at you ain't got your meds about to die <laughs> I looked out because I know this man I know this man and I love this man and I know he's gonna forget his meds so let me put some on me because I know that this is how he does I'm not gonna hold this over his head that I'm smarter than you that I'm more intelligent than you that I have a better memory than you that you're this forgetful male misogynistic asshole ghost hunter of a man this is the fucking love of my life I want him to live a long life and I know that he's forgetful especially when it comes to taking his medication so let me look out for this man and let me put this medication in my locket just in case he forgets and what does she get in return well what does she get in return she got a gazebo gazebo <laughs> <laughs> To forever remember where they fell in love at. You get rewarded for what you do. 
You put it. Look, he poured. She poured into his cup, and in turn, he poured right back into her cup. Because that's what you do in relationships. You give as you receive. You don't sit there and you don't just sit there and receive and receive and receive and receive and receive. No, it's a balance to it. You look out for me. I look out for you. I don't hold this over your head and say, "Well, I did it last time, so you know it's your turn to do it." No, this is my chick. This is my man. So I'm gonna look out for you. Regardless if I did it last time, regardless if I told you to take your medicine and put your medicine in your pocket and then you forgot and I say, look at you, you forgot your goddamn medicine. No, I'm going to look out for you just in case the rare, the rare chance that you do forget. I got your motherfucking back. <laughs> oh, man. Look, bro. I ain't got nothing else to say, man. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I didn't even want to go there, but hey, I'm man, done, man. Same, man. I'm done. Y'all wanna y'all wanna watch the motherfucking notebook? Y'all wanna watch um motherfucking Titanic? And y'all want y'all wanna design y'all love after that? Oh, yo, Jack died in the water because he let her lay on the motherfucking door. And oh, he loved her, and he read this, told her the story about their life, and so that she would remember him for two motherfucking seconds. Y'all better watch the motherfucking conjuring. The devil made me do it. <laughs> All films aren't made by Disney. Sometimes they're horror films. We've been telling y'all this shit, but y'all don't want to listen. They live in a bubble. Playoffs. Look, man. I could talk about. I could. I could point out some more things with the Conjuring, but like I said, the storytelling. Yeah, it was pretty much on point, and it was it, to me, it was realistic. And I don't want to go on too much further because you're a passionate spill. I, I think people need to understand that 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 was from the heart and that was real. Like no no bullshit, no jokes. Like. That's how both of us feel, and it's just, it's interesting, though. Like, I don't think this generation's ever gonna get it. I don't we're, think we're, they're we're gonna tick, get it. We're tick for tech. We're tick for tech. And I and 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 I and I don't say this from a judgmental standpoint because I've been tick for tech. Of course. Oh, uh, yeah. should you? You're not putting in. What the fuck? I'm gonna put in for? For what? For who? For why? Yeah, man. It's too much gimme, 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 dog. And I just, I, I've come across that a couple times, man. Like, I don't, I never want to seem like the type of person that's just constantly taking myself. And I don't want to just, just be just relentlessly giving because it just, like I said, eventually you just feel like you're just being used. So, but, but anyways, man, like I said, that people need to hear that. I agree with everything you said 100%. Uh, I haven't done a movie recommendation in a long time, but I feel like everybody should check that movie out because it's not it's not that scary, to be honest. Um, and like I said, the storytelling is on point. I'm not going to sit here and make it seem like it's Oscar worthy or nothing like that. But when you no, know it wasn't when you notice that this is about that, you'd be like, damn, like mm, it's crazy. You know, in the midst of all this horror, in the midst of all this darkness, like. That sh- when you think about it, you, I, we didn't watched all these movies with them, and we have not realized like, damn, they ain't broke up with each other yet. They done been through hell, literally. literally. They could have seen the devil, <laughs> bruh. Look, man, if you're listening on SoundCloud, 
drop a comment. If you're on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate, subscribe. If you're following the Instagram page, I hope you enjoy it. Share. Let your friends know about it. Follow. You know what to do. On Spotify, I don't know what to do. But if you're listening to us on there, that's fine. Do what you need to do. Uh, But before we conclude, you know what we do. We like to end with some words of advice. And my words of advice, once again, repetitive. I'm going to say it again. Protect your seed. Please, I'm begging you. The future depends on it. And that's all. Um, my words of advice are um, crawfish are out of season. Woo. Please leave them alone. Woo. Please leave them alone. Woo. Please. 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 <laughs> they, they just they just want to live a little longer. They can't be getting but they say, ain't they just babies? Let them, Let them grow up and be strong. Let them have a life. Golly. Oh man. Them, them second stimmy uh me the uh tweets is fucking hilarious. We we get that another time. That shit is fucking hilarious, dog. I haven't seen one that hasn't been true yet though. And and I've been telling you, they're memes, bruh. These people are memes, dog. So, it, it really, if you're paying attention nowadays, you can make anything a joke because everything is fucking comical these days. This shit is literally a joke. The shit people do today is a fucking joke. But anyways, with that being said, this has been the No Boundary Podcast, and as always, thank you for listening. But. Ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?